everyone, this is Trang here with Tape This, where I interview local artists and learn more about their art and the meanings behind it. Today, I have Miles Kennedy, aka Prince Pastel, with me. Hi, Miles. How are you? Hello, I'm doing good. Thank you. Thank you for having me on here. Of course. I'm seriously so excited to speak to you because you are one of my favorite rising like artists in the scene, and I'm seriously that excited. That means a lot. Thank you. Yeah, of course. I'm so excited to learn more about you. So. If you could, Miles, um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how your journey began into, you know, creating music? My name is Miles Kennedy. I rap, produce, I engineer, and I sing a little bit. I'm from Arlington, Texas. What else? Yeah, that's really it. Uh, I got into music by seeing my bro- seeing my big brother do it. Really, I was like, what, ten, eleven, not being able to sleep at night. And just watching him work on music while I was supposed to be asleep because I had school in the morning. <laughs> I didn't realize that you're you had family that did music too. Oh yeah, my big brother like basically does everything I do, but oh. better. <laughs> uh, my sister DJs and just got into making her own music too. I come from like a really musical family. That that is really cool. So so you grew up around music basically. Um, what yeah, did they, basically. Do, would you say that your, your family like inspired you to do music or was that something that just came naturally for you? I would say they inspired me in a way. Cause like I said, there was my brother and just growing up around the music that my mom and my dad played around me. Just like, I had this wonder about it. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, well, how did they do this? Or this sounds really pretty. Aww. And long story short, here we are. <laughs> yeah (laughs) nice and so so growing up you were inspired with music when when do you think you decided that you wanted to you know start creating music on your own and then I want you to to also talk about you know this this Prince Pastel persona that you have because I've been wanting to ask you Mm -hmm. but I guess I just I just always forget whenever we're we're near each other but I'd love to know more about Prince Pastel right so I would say the exact moment that I decided to do music, it had been like on my mind and building up while I was like 11. Wow. And I want to say it was, I was watching a live stream of Coachella 2012 in my room. Oh. <laughs> and I saw it. <laughs> and I saw Childish Gambino and I was like, whoa. Yes. This is like a nerdy black dude like me and he's like going crazy right now yeah i can do this too bet i'm gonna do this seriously (laughs) oh that's awesome so so 2012 you would say is is kind of when that spark came to you yeah okay so it was 2012 up until like 2017 that i was like just miles and then like I would say I got this, like, infatuation with pastel colors. Okay. And I was like, these are my new favorite colors. <laughs> and so, somewhere along the way, mm-hmm. I was like, wait, Prince Pastel? Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's <laughs> this real like a fire-ass nickname. Yeah, yeah that's it just real, real catchy. Day. Do you, I was so, like, that's... Would you say, would you say Prince Pastel, like, is that something that, you know, it's, it's a name, of course, but, like, 
Are you gonna start? Are you gonna start wearing pastels a lot? I, I know you already do because I know you do the light pink. But like, is that kind of a theme as well with the mm-hmm. with your style? Uh, what was the question? The question it, like, was. Cut out a little bit. Oh, I'm so sorry. The question was, um, you know, with, with Prince Pastel, um, is that something that that also comes with your style too? Like, do you wear a lot of pastels? Yeah, that's 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 really a part of it. Uh-huh. Like wearing a lot of pastels is that whole persona. Nice. Or a big part of it. Okay, so so you would say with with Prince Russell, would you say that he's any different from Miles? In a way, like Prince Pastel was basically me, but like with ten times the confidence. Oh. <laughs> okay, so so let me ask you. This. So is Prince Pastel, you know, who performs at these shows that we see, and Miles is is who like gets off stage? Your Miles again? Is that how it is? It differs. Like okay, whenever I'm dressed in the pastel colors, the pink hat and everything, mm-hmm. I'll be Prince Pastel. But if I'm on stage not dressed in that. That would be Miles. Oh. <laughs> so that's that's an element that adds with my performance. I like and that. usually with the different with like the two different sounds I have in my music, you can tell which mm-hmm. one is Prince Pastel. Okay, I which know exactly what you mean like. now. Okay, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get it. <laughs> like the like Prince Pastel is like the more turns up stuff and Miles is like the calmer stuff where I'm more contemplative or introspective. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get that. I can I can definitely see that from your music now. Um, so, okay, so you, you're saying 2012 was when, you know, you started kind of saying, like, let me let me start performing after seeing Childish Gambino. Well, when did you start producing for yes. our, our local artists? Producing for local artists? I would say that started when I first met Honey Whiskey Jr., Okay. Around, I want to say the end of 2017 or 2018, I might be off. Oh, wow. But I saw him perform at an open mic, and I was like, whoa, this guy is crazy. Let me send him a beat or something, because he was looking for beats, too. Okay. And it just snowballed from there, and we ended up recording all of his EP, the Honey EP, in one session. Oh, my goodness. Wow, really? Yeah. Wow. I was like amazed at how fast he was like getting everything recorded. Nice. Yeah, he's a he's a really great artist also. So Honestly. I'm I'm so shocked. I thought y'all had known each other for a lot longer than just like three, four years. Wow. <laughs> oh yeah. Um we met at like the first open mic I went to. Uh-huh. Nice. So, so what year was that? So you said 2017 is kind of when you started doing different production productions for artists. Yeah. Where did that come well, from? Was it just from watching your brother making music? It was really from that, and I had a little bit of experience producing for some of my internet friends in Fourth World. Oh, okay. Like a Josh Willie, I've known since like 2013 when I first started rapping mm-hmm. seriously. And I, like, produced a song here and there for him. But it was never, like, anything crazy because I didn't have enough faith, in, enough faith in my production skills. Gotcha. So so with the Honey Whiskey Junior um, music, that's when you kind of were, like, 
you know, you're like, whoa, I can, I can actually make an album for this. For, exactly. For people. <laughs> I was like, I'm finally at that point. And nice. And you just kind of took off with that. Cause seriously, like I see you everywhere. Like it's always, oh, miles or miles kicking up the beat. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you're everywhere. And I love that. I respect the grind. I respect it. What, so Thank what, you. what would you I'm say? I'm like surprised myself with that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you didn't think that you like get you to put this your point? head down. You're like, yeah, like you're you're putting your head down, making beats, and then oh. you look up and everybody has a beat from you. It's oh, like, what yeah. the hell? <laughs> that is awesome. That is so awesome. So, which which of the projects that you've been on was your favorite to produce? That's a hard one. I know there are a lot. I know there are a lot because you've been doing a lot. <laughs> Uh, well, what are the memorable was, ones? Like, what are what are ones that you're just like, dang, I really killed that? I would say the two things that come to mind are Fold by Honey Whiskey Jr. I was making that beat and, like, my head was hurting from how, like, hard I was headbanging to it. And I was like, my <laughs> God, this is hard. <laughs> and Honey Whiskey did not disappoint on that one. And then the other one is El Terrible by Le Loon. Oh, yeah, that's amazing. I was like, wait, I'm actually producing an entire album. (laughs) Nice. Was that a little intimidating for you, or were you like, I got this? It was somewhere in between. Like, I produced projects for people, like EPs here and there, but I was like, wait, a whole album? (laughs) Hold on, let me... (laughs) (laughs) But it just came together over time, and... I was listening to the final product like I actually did it yeah it was a great album by the way Y'all thank did a you great job yeah so who are your who would you say besides Childish Gambino because I know you mentioned him who would you say are your your top musical influences that kind of shaped your music and and how it inspired you you got a minute <laughs> <laughs> name I him for say... me <laughs> To name a few, I'll say Andre 3000 is like my favorite rapper ever. Okay. Then I'd have to go with Tyler the Creator, mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar, uh, Pharrell, mm. and for the last one, I'd have to go Kid Cudi. Okay. Yeah, I always love you know asking people who their inspirations are because you can really see like see certain characteristics in in people's music where you hear it see it in other artists so that's that's i can definitely see all of that yeah definitely uh another one i forgot was kanye that's another big one okay like old kanye or just kanye in general (laughs) (laughs) i would say in general like each different like era of kanye has something that i've like taken from Mm mm-hmm like, uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is, like, mm-hmm. my blueprint for making albums. Oh, wow. Still to this day. Why do you say that? Because, like, just how he arranges all of the songs and, like, how he uses features and all this other, like, little stuff that adds up into this masterpiece of an album mm-hmm. really inspires me. Nice. So, okay, so of the of the, the artists that you've listed so far, if you could work with this one of them on a song or an album who would it be and why ah (laughs) yeah i know that's a harder one (laughs) yes but 
I would say off the top of my head, I would not be able to pass up like working on a whole album with the Neptunes of Pharrell and Chad Hugo. Okay. Like that would be a dream come true. Like thirteen year old me would be going crazy <laughs> over that. <laughs> nice. So is that would you say that's something, you know, in your future that you are definitely striving for to be able to work with them? Yes, like if I meet not even if, when. Okay, there you go. There you go. <laughs> when I meet Pharrell and Chad in real life, I I might cry. I'm not even gonna <laughs> lie to you. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, we're gonna have to to tag Pharrell and 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 Chaz in, in the in the video or in the Definitely. in the podcast <laughs> so you can see this. <laughs> okay, um, so we've talked about your musical influences. I want to talk more about you know your work as well. So let's talk about Intermission Deluxe that just came out in November. What? Tell me a little bit about that. You know what inspired you to create this album and. What kind of theme you were going for with this album? So after I finished and put out Healer, like, I remember not coming back to working on my own music for like a month because I was just burnt out on these concept albums. <laughs> and I was like, uh, if I make another album, I don't want to make more sad shit for oh. lack of a better expression. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I was listening to some of my other older stuff as Prince Pastel, and I was like, what if I just make, like, a whole EP like this again? Mm-hmm. And the original plan for intermission was that it was going to be just four songs, and I was going to do videos for all of them. Oh, okay. But eventually, it just, like, snowballed into, like, a full six-song EP, and then <laughs> the pandemic hit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was just in the crib, bored out of my mind. I, like, just moved back to downtown Arlington. Mm-hmm. And I was just bored in the house, in the house bored. One night, I was just like, fuck it, I'm going to do with Deluxe. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> nice. So what songs were... What songs were originally on the EP that, that, um, you know, well, I guess my question is what songs were on the EP and what songs were added? Uh, the EP was Intermission Deluxe, or uh, Intermission Deluxe, Intermission <laughs> Intro, uh-huh. Down, <laughs> track three after that was Yep Yep, then Jasmine, Geek Shawty, and Better with Keith William. Okay. And then you added so the then, ones. with the deluxe, I added in Face Mask, Service Road with Courtney Noir, and then those last three songs at the end, um, Losing Sleep, Elantra, and 8 a.m. in Arlington. Okay. That's so interesting because now that you now that we're kind of seeing the, the different songs, like, I felt like the... Um, there were some songs that were very, like, boppy, like, really fun, like, poppy... And then some others that were like, like heavy. So I, I, I think that's really interesting now that I know that you had added extra songs, you know, during COVID and quarantine because 8 a.m. in Arlington, I really liked that a lot. And I felt like it was just so reflective of like your overall journey. And I really appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> because I was like, I was like, this is so raw. I, like this is, this is real facts, like real life. <laughs> Yeah, I was, like, really kind of iffy about, like, how are people going to react to, like, 
three minutes of me just rapping in this new era where like <laughs> songs are so short and everybody's mm-hmm. attention span is short. Mm-hmm. No, I, I so liked it all. To hear that is really reassuring. Oh yeah, for sure. And really, it's it's just because like so all of your music, you know. I, from from everything that I've heard, because I went back, you know, before this interview to, to listen to all your music so it could be fresh in my head, I was just kind of thinking about, like, how much I love how just real you are with all of your music. It's always been, like, like, whenever you, who is, is Miles, whenever you rap as Miles, it's, like, very just yourself, and because, you know, when I see you, um, you know, at events and everything, you're very reserved, which, you know, I can tell from Introvert from that album, um, like, I, I, I always want to get to know you, but, like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I know you through your music already, <laughs> if that makes sense. That's, that makes sense. Yeah, and I love I, like, that. I definitely put a lot of myself out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Back to Intermission, though, because I do want to touch on, you know, um, your, your other albums, Healer and Introvert. I want to talk more about Intermission, because I want to mention two of my favorite songs, two other favorite songs. I love Jasmine. That's so fun. Like, where <laughs> where did you come up with that? Like, were you just watching Aladdin or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think I was just singing to myself one day, and I was like, I just kind of came up with that, hey, Jasmine, I just wanted, uh, are you with me? Mm-hmm. And I think I recorded a voice memo of that. Okay. And I sat with it for, like, it was a good few months. I, like, forgot about it mm-hmm. almost and then came back to it. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute, this could be something. <laughs> and I thought to myself, what does this song sound like just based off this mm-hmm. memo? I just went into FL and conjured up that beat. Nice. And it just kind of, like, flowed really naturally from there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I've got one. This has to go on the EP. Yeah. So yeah. It's just, I don't know why, like, every time that song comes on, I just, like, it just is so good. And it's just so catchy. (laughs) Like, I can hear that, like, on the radio or something. I just love it. And then... One day, one day. Yeah, one day. (laughs) And then Geek Shoddy, like, I I think I, I heard that song... Was it at a, an open eye event at Mavs? Like yes, you and I performed you performed it. Yes, and open you were sitting eye. on the stool. I freaking love that song because number one, you know, all of those gamer references. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> so, as a gamer, um, would you like what would you say me, uh, games influenced your music at all? Yeah, I definitely have been dropping more like video game bars on my stuff. Nice. <laughs> lately, especially. <laughs> Hey, I was so I was a little upset that you didn't rap battle me when I was doing the anime rap battle. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely thought about going on Instagram and like doing a battle open challenge do it. just out of boredom. Yes, do it. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's some people on it's some people out here in this scene that might smoke me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just love like rap battles because it's just fun and stupid. Like especially when when we're doing it with friends, it's like you just say the stupidest yeah. things and it's just hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've definitely been on a whole like binge of battles this year. Oh really? Like yeah, watching like, you doing it. I'm just watching them. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't think I could I think I can only do one like once. Really? <laughs> yeah, like just to say I did it. Okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, if you open it up, I'll definitely join join in. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. <laughs> okay, so let's um let's talk about your your previous albums now. 
Um, well, was there anything else that you wanted to kind of mention about intermission that you'd like for, you know, your listeners to know about? Anything special about it that you'd like to talk about? Um, it's out now on all streaming services. And there you go. <laughs> go cop that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about healer and introvert. Because uh, I really liked, um, so for me, I love um, themes. I love, like, repetition and themes. So I know for healer and introvert, you framed them as short films. Um, was that kind of mm-hmm. the plan to do a short film, or, or can you kind of tell us a little bit more about the theme? Um, it initially wasn't my plan to do an actual short film, mm-hmm. but it was listening back to introvert where I was like, "This really feels like cinematic almost." So I was like, "Okay, let me put this little subtitle: a short film about mental health." Okay. And then that just kind of continued on to Healer because it felt like the sequel almost. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is the perfect con- perfect continuation. So let me call this a short film without moving forward. Mm-hmm. So that's really where it started. When when you had made these albums, because I want to talk more, more about them because, um, you know, as... As Miles Kennedy, um, you know, aside from Prince Faisal, as Miles Kennedy, I feel like you dropped a lot of, a lot of really, really intense music, emotionally. Mm. So, would you say that, um, like, is mental health? Would you say is pretty important to you with with making music? Because I know you've, you know, with Healer and Introvert, those those are both like mental health things. So, is is mental health pretty important for you? Definitely. Like, it's almost like the forefront of all of my music when it comes to being Miles. Mm-hmm. Like, Prince Pastel started, like, an escape from that when I wanted to branch out. Mm. But I, I, like, always want to keep my mental health as, like, the forefront because this whole thing is an outlet for me. Yeah. I can I can definitely see that with your work. Like, Literally, I was listening to to the, the albums again today, and I was like, "Dang!" Like now, because like now that I I feel like I know you a little bit more, you know, I'm just like, "Wow!" Like seeing seeing you going through all of that, I'm just like, it hurts me. And um, like I, I know you mentioned, you know, um, like your the relationship that you had, like you mentioned that in um in Healer a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, are you comfortable with talking a little bit more about about what happened? You know that that kind of inspired the the album. Yeah. So around the time I was like finishing up Introvert, I was in this relationship that, for lack of a better expression, was not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Zero out of ten. Would not repeat. <laughs> um. But yeah, funny enough, around the time I put Introvert out, it ended, and I was just left to deal with the damage that happened from that. Mm-hmm. So I ended up spending, like, the next, that whole time in between Introvert and Healer, like, healing from that. Wow. And it was the whole elephant in the room that ended up inspiring the whole concept for Healer. Okay. 
So in a way, that song I like talk about it on Skating Rink and Letters is the centerpiece for your lyric. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that song was like again, like my word for that is raw. Like I just you just spoke about Definitely. the experience so like so truthfully and I really appreciated that because you know, not all relationships are good and we need to to really address things that you know, bad things that happen yeah. so we need to talk about it. Yeah, like that is a lot of people's favorite song on the album and I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were past this. Oh, so so now, would you say that you're you're healed from that? I'd say so. Okay. Now that you, do you go listen back to your old music or anything? Or do you just kind of like, leave it in the past? Every few weeks, oh. I go back and listen to my old stuff. Even back to like my stuff from when I was 13, oh. recording with no headphones in my dad's <gasps> kitchen. <laughs> It was so terrible. I pray to God nobody hears any of that. Oh my gosh! You know, like my you know my fourth you world homie. Someone's gonna dig it up. <laughs> yeah, like my fourth world homie still have it. <laughs> like even my old mixtapes that I don't have anymore. <gasps> oh my gosh! <laughs> like they got my whole reputation in their hands. Dang! This is <laughs> 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 <was> terrible. <laughs> Um, that's so funny. Yeah, I feel like whenever you get famous, we're gonna hear a lot of those those thirteen year old demos dropping. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> so when you go back and listen to it, uh, to the the old music, do you do you still feel the same pain, or how how do you feel? A lot of it is like I came a long way, mm-hmm. like emotionally and quality wise yeah. like I look back on something and be like well I was really tripping over that or <laughs> I'm really glad I got past this mm-hmm. so I would say that's how I like well, that's what mainly goes through my head when it comes to my old music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a milestone. You, you kind of see yourself like, wow, like I actually overcame that. Yeah, a milestone is like the perfect word for it. Mm-hmm. Hey, you should have that be a song because that has your name in it. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I yeah. thought about doing a self-titled album too. Oh, cool. Do it, do it. Um, yeah, because like I noticed rappers never do self-titled albums. So I was like... Hmm. I, I, I was like, I might be one of the few too, just to be the one that did it. Yeah. And you know what? Oh my gosh! So I'm just kind of thinking, thinking here as we're talking. Milestone. You could do like milestone. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like, if I, like when I get to the point where I need to start my publishing. Uh huh. Perfect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so let's um let's talk about introvert too, if you don't mind, because mm-hmm. I want to I want to kind of talk about that. I didn't know that like you were still with your um in that relationship during with um, while you were making introvert. So in introvert, you talk a lot about like um being depressed, 
And I, I was mm-hmm. wanting to ask you, like, what, what sorts of mental health issues do you think you faced in the past that have changed you or, you know, helped you grow? And, and what, what, what were you dealing with during introvert? During introvert? Mm-hmm. Wow, it's been a minute. Uh, <laughs> that was 2017. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It still feels like so long ago, though. I know, Even yeah. though it's only been three years. It's about to be four. That's crazy. That is crazy. I would say... Do you remember what you're dealing with? <laughs> I mean, I haven't pulled up on SoundCloud now. So I would say a lot of, like, depressions from just life, mm-hmm. <laughs> for lack of a better expression, yeah, was what I was facing. Mm-hmm. So this was, like, kind of the culmination of that and me dealing with it, finally. Was your family pretty sick? And this also includes an older relationship before that. Oh, okay, okay. What are you trying to say? My fault. No, you're fine. Yeah, um, I know. So I just want to let the, the the listeners know we're actually doing like a, a phone call interview. So it's hard to know like when one of us is like about to talk or whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was going to say like, was your family... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was your family like, um, like uh, were they wanting to talk to you and you just were so like so sad and depressed that you weren't able to open up or was it kind of like you didn't feel like you had anyone to talk to it's a mixture of both Mm -hmm. like I just kind of pulled away from anybody that wanted to talk to me about it for a while Mm -hmm. and in that process I kind of internalized it like I don't got nobody else to go to Mm -hmm. stuff like that Mm -hmm. It wasn't until I just, like, had a good, long conversation with my mom one day. Oh. Where, like, she did kind of let me know that, like, everybody was here for me. Oh. And it led to me starting therapy, which helped a lot with the process on Healer and with my process in general. So are you currently going to therapy right now? Or are you, um, did you finish it? Uh, I haven't been in a while due to the pandemic, but oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's, I've always found it good to go, even when I'm like not going through anything, just to have an outlet. Yeah. To just like talk about whatever. Mm-hmm. And that, I'm really glad to hear that, like your, your mom kind of pushed you to, to take therapy too because oh yeah that's something that you know a lot of minority families like you know even asian families um therapy is not a real thing like mental health does not exist <laughs> mm-hmm. so they just don't believe yeah it. i know like a lot of <laughs> you know, a lot of like older generations with people of color i'll just be like mental health what what's that yeah it's like what uh i don't know like my my i don't know about like if you've heard other stories but like my family was always like what do you have to be sad about like we moved all the way here for you blah 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 and i'm just like so i can't be sad about anything oh yeah because y'all moved here. <laughs> right yeah <laughs> But I, you know what, I really love seeing, because so, I know you had an album release party, I think like two years ago or so, and I really, I was there, and I loved the whole vibe of it, because it just seemed like, 
like everyone was just like I don't know I I can't explain it but it was just an overall really great vibe and then your family was there and I don't think I had heard much of your music at that time um and so when you were like you had that song with um oh gosh I can't oh um I I don't want to be perfect I want to be worth it something how does that go oh work in progress yeah work in progress you had played that song or you sang that song and um like your family was there and I was just like wow this is this is so raw and I love that like you were just comfortable being open about like you know all of that in front of your family so I could tell that y'all are pretty yeah. close yeah like that was definitely an experience cause like I don't think any of my family had like known about what I was talking about in depth like that okay. like they knew I was talking about like my mental health and stuff but never like this mm-hmm. So for them to hear it was cathartic in a way. Wait, was that their first time hearing it as well? Like all that, all the music? Uh, not all of it. Just like their first in-depth listening. Oh. Like they would hear a song or two, but mm-hmm. yeah, never just like mom, a whole project from me. Your mom was crying and I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, man. Yeah, that was very cathartic. <laughs> it was... It just was a really like emotional night, but it was a good emotional night. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. So you're, so you've been doing music since you were 13, and then like your first project um, that you produced was in 2017 with Honey Whiskey Jr. Of of like all of your your music career, of all the time within your music career. Um, were there any sort of struggles or setbacks that you experienced? I can think of a few. Mm-hmm. Like starting out, um, I like kind of had uh, my brother guiding me. Like he was showing me where to like learn how to do certain things. But other than that, it was really an uphill battle to like get better. Because I remember, like, posting my stuff on forums for feedback at, like, 13 and getting flamed for it. What? <laughs> yeah, because, like... Where were you posting this stuff? Uh, it was Kanye to the... Okay. This old, like, Kanye fan forum that I ended up meeting the rest of, like, oh, Josh Willie and Fourth World on. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we started uh, the Fourth World Collective and all that. But you gotta keep in mind, this is me, like, when I had a cheap USB mic, no headphones, in my dad's kitchen, (laughs) not even a booth, (laughs) thinking it was just gonna magically become good quality. (laughs) So that was one. Um, Then I got better and got better equipment over time. And 2017, this one show in Fort Worth. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> hey, do we got time? Cause... <laughs> yeah, we got time. We got time. <laughs> okay, because this show was just... 
Oh no. All right, so I'm like tell this whole story because I finally have a chance to like tell it. Okay. Okay, I'm excited to hear. <laughs> okay, so it's like summer of 2017, like very top of summer, like June, I want to say. Mm -hmm. Um I get a random uh DM from this dude who's or this person who's getting into promoting and they're like hey I heard your stuff you're dope I want you and your other homies uh, my homies Quay and CJ who also rap um yeah they were like hey, I got this opportunity for a show I want you to do this we gonna hit this show it's gonna be fire it's in Fort Worth and I was like this is before I got any of this is before I knew what an open mic was, before I, like, got any chance to do a show. Mm -hmm. So, of course, I jumped at the chance. So, I end up in a group chat with everybody else in the show. Okay. And we're all just, like, getting acquainted with each other. Like, I'm still friends with a lot of these guys to this day, so I'm thankful for that, at least. But we're all in the group chat, like, oh, let's fucking go, let's get it, <laughs> first show. Yes, sir. It's, that, <laughs> it's basically that... Being with those kids going, yes, sir, yes, sir, oh. yes, sir. <laughs> so I, I want to say this like a week or two out from the show. So we get more info about the show. It's like they say it's this party at this club in Fort Worth. It's like, I guess, water park themed or some shit. They said they were going to have water slides and all that. <laughs> I'm thinking it's like, oh, they're bringing a whole water park out. That's going to be crazy. <laughs> this show's going to be lit. Mm -hmm. So we finally get to that day. Um, I decided to skip lunch on purpose because they said they was going to have food. I'm already, I'm already stressed. We get there. <laughs> <laughs> we get there and the first thing I see. All right, so you know those like little water slides, obstacle course things they be having at kids' birthday parties? Yeah, yeah. Them hoes were set up in the parking lot. <laughs> That's red flag number one. <laughs> but I'm looking past it like... That's red flag number two. <laughs> all right, that was red flag number one, but I speed past that bitch <laughs> I'm like this is first show I don't care if they got some cheap ass water slides let's okay. let's go let's let's get it <laughs> so me Quay and CJ get there and uh, the rest of the people that were part of the show get there that we were in the group chat with we're like getting acquainted with each other like uh, it's cool to meet you in real life finally Let's go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Red flag number two. So all their promoters were a bunch of white high schoolers smoking cigs outside. Mm. Mm. This one girl comes up to each of us individually asking if we got cigarettes. <gasps> I'm like, what is this? I Shorty, I am 17. <laughs> what do you think I got six for? Oh my gosh. 
So a little bit of time passes. I'm thinking more people are going to come in or they aren't open yet whole time. So wait, wait, wait. Let me just let me just kind of let me just reiterate here. So we are at a parking lot, right? We're at a parking mm-hmm. lot with some water slides. Like a an obstacle course water the, slide. Um and Yeah, like um, the little ones you be seeing at kids' birthday yeah, parties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um and we got like white high school you said like high schoolers smoking cigarettes? Yeah. Okay, okay. And how many people are there so far? Uh so it's about it's about like seven of us and six of these uh promoters okay it's about 13 okay so it's just us at the venue so far mm-hmm. but we're like more people are gonna come in fuck it let's start out let's start now <laughs> so we got these promoters lit so far like first few sets but then it starts getting kind of dark and we notice like nobody's here yet except for like some of the people we personally told about the show oh my gosh that's red flag number three (laughs) red flag number four no it's no food (gasps) and you skip lunch I was oh, in that no. bitch on an empty stomach. Mm-mm, I was like, bruh. <laughs> I got like no energy left. <laughs> I was supposed to headline. I was supposed to go on last because I had like the biggest following out of everybody. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I don't know <laughs> if I'm going to make it. We're at red flag number five now. Um, yeah, yeah. I look up. The DJs are gone. <gasps> I'm like, what is going, what is happening? They said they were going to be back like two hours ago. No sign of them. So I end up having to jump behind the DJ of booth and start DJing my friend sets myself. No. <laughs> like, so, I, oh, I kind of no. applaud myself for like... I kind of applaud myself for quick thinking there because, like, I basically just had to, like, press space bar. Yeah. I already knew where everything was on the flash drive. <laughs> so, it was cool there, but, like, what kind of DJs just leave? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the one of the dudes I was performing with was looking for one of the DJs to beat his ass. Mm. Which was... I was like, oh man, this night's gonna get even worse if he if he catches him. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't blame you and I'm not gonna stop you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this is red flag number six. Mm-hmm. So I'm like almost to the end of my homies Queen CJ sets. We had like a full set planned out for them because they didn't tell us anything about time limits. So, out of nowhere, I turn around from the DJ booth, and I see this big-ass 6'12 nigga just towering over me, just trying to, like, basically flex his authority on me, like, mm. I can't do, you can't do no whole fucking CD, nigga. Yeah, like, trying to intimidate me. And I'm like, I'm trying to explain to him that 
nobody told us anything about this three song time limit that they said we have mm-hmm. he's not trying to hear none of it he's like almost ready to yeet me out of the DJ booth oh and out the door so eventually after like a few minutes of trying to explain it to him I'm just like you got it bro I, I tell Quay and CJ we gotta cut the <laughs> we gotta cut the set we like Ugh. spread word to everybody we're all like hot <laughs> at this yeah. point So, after a few more, uh, after, I want to say two more sets, mm-hmm. it's finally time for me to go. I am drained. Mm-hmm. What, time, I'm like, what time is it right now? It's like 10 or 11 p.m. <gasps> uh-uh. And how long were you there for? Like, when did it start? We were there. We got there at, like, I want to say 1 p.m. <gasps> whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. <laughs> so you're there for 11 <laughs> hours. Almost. I'm mad. I'm, like, I'm hot for you. <laughs> <laughs> so. Did more people show up by this by this time? It was, like, a couple more, but not enough to justify everything we had gone through up to this point. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so it's finally time for me to go. I'm like getting myself set up. And out of nowhere, I hear one I hear one of these girl promoters say, when are y'all going to start playing the real music? <gasps> my heart drops. No, she didn't. <laughs> like she sent me to the shadow realm with a few words. <laughs> Oh I feel like gosh. that. I feel like that GIF of the tomato from Veggie Tales, just kind of looking down, like, damn, <laughs> pain. Oh my god! Because another thing that they failed to tell us was that apparently the way this was supposed to go was it was supposed to be like half of all of us performing, and then the other half was going to be them playing like industry music while they just turn up or whatever. And go on these little ass water slides. Mm -mm. And like I'm in the shadow realm for a good couple seconds. (laughs) I get like half a song in and I'm like contemplating cutting my set short. Mm -hmm. Like I stop mid song and I'm just like You really should have sent her to the shadow realm. I would have been hot. (laughs) yeah i'm just like sad at this point like man and then one of the dudes i'm doing the show with my homie john shout out to him just like hey keep going bro fuck the haters that perks me up a little bit but one of the one of the other girls gets offended (laughs) and i'm like if you're getting offended at him saying fuck the haters, what does that say about you? Yeah, exactly. That means you know you're a hater. <laughs> and I'm like, that's why you were throwing your lack of ass during Queen CJ said, stay over there. <laughs> well, like, I'm saying all of this in my head. I, yeah, yeah. I have no energy left. <laughs> so, I, I, so I do like one more song and then I just look back at the DJ booth. I look at this big ass six twelve bodyguard ass nigga. 
I look at the eight people left in the crowd. I look over at my homies. And I leave. Mm. I take my... I take my flash drive back. (laughs) And I just kind of sit down outside like... Man. (laughs) It's just me looking off into the distance. Man. I'm like damn near full on depressed at this point. (laughs) Just like, I thought this was going to be like a breakout moment for me. I thought niggas were going to finally know my name locally. (laughs) So, Quay and CJ just like, we all got to help me up. (laughs) That was a hot mess. They just helped me up. We went to Waterburger. Mm -hmm. Getting some food in my system Mm -hmm. helps burn me up a little bit. For 11 hours. Exactly. I've never fucked a bacon cheeseburger up so fast in my life. <laughs> I got home. My phone was dead. <gasps> oh. Yeah, like, my phone had died, like, right before my set. <sighs> so, I, I finally plugged my phone back up. Oh, my gosh. We're all in the group chat, just, like, hot. <laughs> <laughs> and my... My homie who got me the show, they were, like, just really apologetic on some, like, I didn't know any of this was going to happen. I'm sorry, y'all. Mm. I was just like, it's okay, bro. This is on them. Yeah. <laughs> One of my homies that did the show with me is, like, going off in his Twitter thread in public. <laughs> just, like, on their ass. <laughs> it was hilarious. I wish it was still up. But uh, my promoter homie, they... Uh, email the head of the promotion company that they were working with that got us the show and we're just like we're not working with you again this mm-hmm. was the epitome of unprofessional mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and a few minutes later the head of this company writes back with a whole paragraph cussing them out in lowercase <gasps> misspelling and everything <gasps> This nigga did a text-to-speech. So, <laughs> my friend basically flexes on this person, like, we had your promoters lit, don't forget. And this uh, promoter responded, acting like this was going to be the start of some, like, Fort Worth versus Arlington war. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, this is not the 90s with the East Coast and the West Coast. Do not... Don't play us like this. <laughs> Basically, he sent him to the shadow realm. Mm. And that was basically the end of it. I was like really swearing off doing another show for a minute mm-hmm. until I went to my first open mic and ended up performing at. Well, I ended up getting booked for a performance at Fort Worth Zane Fest. Shout out to Chelsea and Sarah for that. And that was my first good show. <laughs> so that was basically my Fort Worth show experience. That was just like terrible. <laughs> wow, what what a journey. You've come up, Miles. You've come up Definitely. that that experience. <laughs> <laughs> like I gotta do a music video or something inspired by that experience. Yes, you really should. It should be like an ironic, like 
Yeah. That's the worst type of event that could ever happen. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, let's real quick, I'm gonna, um, let's take a break here real quick, and we're gonna come back, and we're gonna talk a little bit more about your upcoming album, okay? Alright, cool. Alright guys, and we're back here with Miles Kennedy, aka Prince Pastel. Um, so we, we just got to hear the wildest story of a Fort Worth show <laughs> that a 17-year-old Miles had to deal with. There, he was there for 11 hours, no food, hot mess. <laughs> um, but yeah, again, you've, you've really come a long way, Miles. You're over here producing whole albums, you know, your household name. And actually, can you, can you tell us how old you are? Because you are young and you are so talented. I'm 20 going on 21. You were 20. You can't even drink legally yet. And you're <laughs> producing albums and making art. That's crazy. By the way, Miles, what, what's your sign? Uh, I'm an Aries sun and Aquarius moon. Aries sun, Aquar Aquarius moon. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know much about either of those. <laughs> <laughs> I guess because y'all are mysterious. <laughs> okay. Um... So I, I would love to talk about your upcoming album and what we're to expect with like coming up projects that you have going on. Can you tell us if there is an upcoming album and, and what the concept of it is? Yes, I have my next album coming out. It is called Empath, a short film about being connected. Empath? And this is, this is the last short film album Okay, so you're doing a trilogy. I feel like, it. yeah, I wanted to like end it at a trilogy. Mm -hmm. And I feel like after this one, it's time for me to move on from the short film concept anyway. Okay. But this one is like, mm -hmm. how do I explain this one even? Because like, this so far, I'm like a song and a half into it. It doesn't even feel like a sad album like Introvert and Healer were. Oh, wow. This almost feels like the result of getting everything out after those first two. Mm. And me just kind of talking about like being an empath and kind of like finding who I am after healing. Wow. I love that. I love, okay, so first, the first <coughs> of the trilogy was Introvert mm -hmm. and second was Healer and now Empath. So it's like a, a true journey in, from being like, you know, reserved and, and not being able to talk about your feelings to healing and actually feeling your feelings. And now you are able to basically take those feelings and, you know, convey them in a healthy manner. Wow. Yeah. Um, another layer about these names that I haven't really talked about anywhere is that all three of these uh, all three of these titles feel like things that could be used to describe me mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like I always feel like I'm gonna be an introvert mm -hmm. just like even if I'm able to like be more comfortable around people now mm -hmm. like they show the social battery and everything mm -hmm. and like that's just who I am by nature 
a healer, I was able to like heal myself during that period in between those two albums. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely an empath. Like I feel other people's feelings for them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm exploring that too. Is that something a, a new realization that you found where you are an empath, or do you do you think you've always felt like that? I've always kind of known. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, I feel so intensely, and I've like always kind of had is penchant the word I'm looking for, but like I've always just kind of gravitated towards like wanting to talk to people about their feelings and help them whenever I can. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely an empath. Yeah. That's so rare. Honestly, I've never really known an Aries empath. Because I know with Aries, like, <laughs> y'all are all hard-headed. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't wrong. <laughs> would you say, by the way, would you say that you are, like, your personality is close to your astrological traits? Like, with your sun and your moon sign? A lot of people say that I'm the calmest Aries they've ever met. You are very calm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I think it's almost kind of a yin and yang thing with me and my sister. Oh. We're like, I think we have the same moon sign too, but she's more of an Aries and I'm more of an Aquarius. Mm. So is your sister, is she an Aries as well? Yeah. Oh, y'all are both Aries. Wow. Yeah, we're the fraternal twins. Oh, wait, really? Yeah. Well, you have a twin sister? Yeah. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> yeah, she's the one that uh, DJs and just started doing her own music. Hold up. Okay, there was there was someone on on your album, um, the last song, on, I think it was one of the last songs, on um, Introvert, and it, it was somebody with your last name. Hey, yeah, is that your sister? Yeah, that's her. Uh-oh. Oh my, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. You have had a twin sister all this time. <laughs> yeah, people are always so surprised when they find out. <laughs> that is like, so cool. And y'all are twins. Wow. Oh, I love it. <laughs> okay, so y'all are like, so, but you're, you said you're kind of the opposite, even though y'all are fraternal twins. Yeah. That's funny. It's like this, it's like this weird yin yang type thing that balances itself out yeah i like that yeah so is she more um you like you said you're a calm aries is she more like out there and outspoken yeah like she's way more extroverted than me (laughs) wow that's so interesting i like that it's like y'all balance each other out we definitely do (laughs) and she does music too like that is so freaking cool. Yeah, she just recently started. Like, earlier today, actually, I, like, helped her figure out how to record. Oh, okay. Which was a fun experience. Yeah, that's really cool. Wow. So, okay, let's let's get back to, to your album here. So, you, you, you said it would be the last of the trilogy, and it's called yes. The Empath. And what was it, a short film on... A short film about being connected. About being connected. Okay. That's nice. So you have, um, what, you have two songs so far that you've written for it? Something like that. Yeah, I'm like in the production phase right now. Okay, okay. 
When when do you think we'll expect it to be out? I'm shooting for the summer. <gasps> Ooh. Nice. That's coming up soon. Okay. That's coming up pretty quick. Yeah, because, like, all of these albums have come out in the summer. Like, I want to say Healer came out on the same day as Introvert did, just two years later. Wow. Did you do that on purpose? I kind of did, because, like, I noticed it was coming up, mm -hmm. and I was like, the album's smart. done. Oh, I wanted okay. to put it out this month. Yeah, that's a smart move. Okay. So, so summertime, we should be expecting Empath. Um, are there any other projects that you're working on that you're going to release, like, any sort of singles or EPs or other productions? Um, I'm producing Laloon, or Criminac's new project. Oh, Okay. <laughs> it's just pure ignorance it's gonna be really fun <laughs> <laughs> nice oh you know what i was i wanted to ask you another question i had was as a producer how do you come up with all these beats to where they don't sound the same because i always just start off with a different idea like either that or i'll be like i'm in this kind of mood right now i want to make this type of thing okay and it's like never really the same like where do you like I know it's it's probably just an innate thing you can't even explain how it comes to your brain because I mean you're a true artist but where do you just get a beat like how do you just go da 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 da, da like with the jazz and like how do you just start <laughs> thinking that <laughs> is it just it um, just comes to you like out of nowhere yeah it just kind of happens like okay I'll be listening to a beat and I'll be like, how do I want to sound on this? Or how do I want to come on it? Like, and I'll just kind of start from there. I can't even comprehend that. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I love hearing how people like find inspiration because I just, there are things that I cannot comprehend and like music and production is something I cannot comprehend. <laughs> that's cool though. Okay. So some upcoming things for Criminac. Um, I hope to be hearing more um, more stuff from you, though. I know you've been, like, I feel like you kind of, like, do low-key, like, like, in the shadows, like, grinding. And then all of a sudden, we just hear all this, like, this stuff popping out by Miles. And I'm just like, dang, has he been working on that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely, like, just me kind of disappearing to the shadows for a little bit. And then coming back <laughs> something yeah that's really cool i just like pop back out like hey guys this is what i yeah exactly I you just drop it on us without us knowing like all these c4 bombs and stuff <laughs> cool but yeah i got empath coming out this summer mm -hmm. uh this year me and honey whiskey are gonna finally put out our collab project oh okay a sweet revenge coming this year hopefully <laughs> We've been planning that for like ages. Okay, what is what is Sweet Revenge? It's y'all's y'all's album together. Yes, yeah, our EP together. Okay. Uh, we've been like just kind of coming up with concepts and stuff for it for a while. Like, I want to say since 2018. Wow, it's been that long. Wow. Yeah, but like we've just been like busy with our individual projects. Yeah. Like me, I never like stop working on my solo stuff mm -hmm. so i feel like that kind of held it back a little bit but 
God willing, mm-hmm. this year it'll finally come out. Uh, me and Keith were talking about doing an EP together too. Wow, that's gonna be fun. We're like a song in. Oh, cool! I love that. Like, I honestly, I feel like with the Arlington community, like I was talking to Justin King on the last podcast, and he just mentioned how like Arlington, because he had been like um, in the the Fort Worth music scene too. But he said Arlington is probably one of the most collaborative scenes he's ever been in. And oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's really just so cool seeing like like you working with other artists and other artists working with other like it's like everyone just wants to work together and I feel like Arlington and everyone in it is gonna blow up so soon. Definitely. Like especially if we keep collaborating at this yeah. rate. Like it's yeah. still so many people I still need to get stuff with mm-hmm. yeah I'm, I'm seriously so excited for for all of your upcoming projects miles so i really appreciate that yeah of course like i like you don't understand like me and pat will talk about you too and and he's just like <laughs> like miles is so freaking young and we're just here like we literally say like we're intimidated by you because of your <laughs> yes your artistic creativity your like you're you're so successful for your age in terms of like like just how talented you are and Man, y'all like, are barely older than me oh, we're, okay, what y'all talking about hold up. you're you're freaking 20 youngin <laughs> you're 20 years young no we're um we're, we're i'm saying we all got time really yeah that's true that's true but no like you're like six years younger than me and um like you've done so much miles like for real like I forget how young you are because of how much you've done in the in the scene. Like you are really, really talented. That's crazy because I'd be forgetting stuff I did too. <laughs> <laughs> like I would randomly hear something and hear my tag, and I'm like, "Yeah, Wait, when did I make this?" <laughs> it's like almost like I feel like I hear so many songs with your tag, and I'm like, I did not know he was part of this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you are seriously so talented, and I am so excited to, you know see your progression as an artist i really appreciate that of course of course um so if you don't mind um you know i definitely want to plug in your your um, your social media so can you tell us where we can follow you and your music i'm mostly active on instagram that's miles underscore kennedy that's m-i-l-e-s underscore c-a-n-a-d-y it's like canada but with a y at the end Mm -hmm. (laughs) um on Twitter, you can find me at Miles Kennedy Four. That's Miles Kennedy IV because they hold me. I need to get on the phone with Universal and tell them to unsuspend my old account. Oh my gosh, <laughs> this is terrible. Um, yeah, Twitter and Instagram are mainly where I'm active at. Uh, I drop raps on TikTok now. Okay, that's just at Miles Kennedy. It's getting about time for me to put a new one out, too. So okay. be on the lookout for that. Uh, and I'm on streaming platforms. It's Miles Kennedy. That's M-I-L-E-S-C-A-N-A-D-Y. Perfect, perfect. Um, can you also drop your cash app in Venmo? Because, you know, we want to get... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my cash app is my... No, nah, my cash app is actually Prince Pastel. Just Prince Pastel all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the dollar sign. And my Venmo is Miles Kennedy. All together? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Perfect. Well, 
again y'all yeah um you know where to follow miles um and then don't forget to drop him some cash if you like his work support your local artist um i do have one more question before we log off here miles um this is a question i love to ask all of my guests is what words of advice would you would you give to anyone you know who was based on your experiences like what advice would you give to someone who is currently experiencing anything that you had experienced in the past like whether it's you know mental health issues or or with art um what kind of advice would you give them to get through what they're going through i would say time is everything like as long as you give any situation a little bit of time it'll work out like there was my mental health issues that I had like until I was started working on my first album and like just writing about them and over time that got better I was getting hoed if shows in Fort Worth I gave that a little bit of time <laughs> and now I'm like actually doing shows both not not right now because of the pandemic but like you get the point mm -hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> so time is everything okay so patience and time yeah that combined with a little bit of effort and mm. you'll be unstoppable you know yeah those are those are really great great things to keep in mind because i think in our generation everything is so fast-paced like like you had mentioned people's attention spans are short so yeah yeah i think we need to just remember that nothing is the end of the world and and we definitely got, <laughs> we got time okay well i appreciate those words miles and, and thank you so much again for speaking with me i really enjoyed our conversation today and of course thank you for having me of course yeah i look forward to hearing more of your projects and and hopefully you know maybe we can collab on some sometime <laughs> definitely <laughs> all right well thank you so much everyone for tuning in to this episode with miles kennedy aka prince pastel don't forget to follow miles on all of his his platforms and don't forget to stream his music and don't forget to follow tape this so that you can stay updated with my upcoming episodes remember to stay safe and spread love anywhere you can thanks so much y'all